Welcome to the Southern Colorado Women's Chamber of Commerce Members Only Podcast. The Southern Colorado Women's Chamber of Commerce is committed to serving our members in new and innovative ways. This member-only podcast allows you to showcase your expertise as a member of SCWCC and learn more about our members. If you are a member, we encourage you to apply to be on our next podcast spotlight. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. All right, so we are back with another episode of the Southern Colorado Women's Chamber of Commerce podcast, where we are celebrating our members during season two. I'm very excited to be doing another episode, and I would love to introduce our next guest, or actually, if you could introduce yourself, tell us your name, your title, and your business. I am Felicia Anzaldua. I'm publisher and editor-in-chief of the Colorado Wedding Magazine. Wonderful. And what does your company do? Can you tell us a little bit more about you and your business? Absolutely. We are a community-informed publication that's dedicated to celebrating love in all of its forms and, of course, allowing couples and soon-to-be-weds to prepare and navigate the craziness of preparing for their wedding celebration as well as their marriage. And we are also a directory. We are a publication as well as, um, I guess now we've dove into event planning. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. How often do you uh, publish an issue? Twice a year. Twice a year. Okay, yeah. great. Do you have a mission and a vision for 2022, either for yourself or for the people who are advertising with you? We are continuing on our goal of being the go-to source. The magazine itself has been around since 2005, and I bought it in 2020 and realized that we still had a lot of work to do in terms of brand recognition and doing that extra work for our business partners and advertisers. I also want to continue to build a community in real life and just not lose that connection in that piece. So that's a big focus for 2022. And for me, it's always more than just the artistic expression and the decor and all of that other pretty stuff, because ultimately we are preparing people for one of the biggest events of their life. Yeah. Oh, you sound so passionate. I love that. What made you want to purchase the magazine? My, oh, that is sort of an interesting story. I um, got my undergrad degrees in finance, and then I got an MBA with a concentration in finance. For a while, I was studying entrepreneurship, so always had an interest in running my own business, but wanted to sort of fill in that expertise, that area of the actual funds, which nothing moves without that. And then worked in banking for a while, met this amazing Air Force officer, and completely just stopped working. I started (laughs) doing investments and got into real estate and that whole thing. But the financial industry really values experience and consistency, and I just wasn't able to do that and follow the love of my life around. Yeah. And he retired a couple of years ago. We finally settled here in Colorado, and I was in the process of buying a coffee shop. And we were getting ready to close in March 2020. So I guess like that the heartbreak and just the genuine desire to just like not have this failure to start my own business led me back to buy this sell. And I was able to just find the magazine available. The previous publisher was retiring. It was a family-owned business, also an Air Force family. So that was pretty neat. They actually lived 10 minutes from me. Oh, wow. And I saw it, was not looking for it not even interested in getting into 
publishing at all. And the more I looked at it, the more I just fell in love with that opportunity to build community and just have an impact, which is ultimately what I saw with the coffee shop. Just yeah. the ability to have a community impact. And so it was able to, and has been able to exceed my expectations in that regard. I guess serendipity, pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> just unfortunate circumstances led me to probably the best career choice I could have ever made. That's wonderful. I love it when things work out. I feel like they always they do. They always do. It yeah. just, sometimes it takes, you know, a little detour. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's very exciting. Do you have... A message to share with anyone who's listening or the Southern Colorado Women's Chamber community? Absolutely. My motivation for getting involved with the chamber to begin with, because a lot of the people aren't like, I guess, bespoke wedding industry vendors. And Mm -hmm. so it's just kind of (laughs) me and a couple of other people. But I think that it's important to realize that everyone is a wedding industry and, and is in the wedding industry in some way, in some form, if they're able to take the time to sort of think about what it is they do and what they can offer, right? Weddings, marriage is a trigger event in terms of marketing, and it triggers so many other lifestyle changes and events. And if you're able to get your brand in front of these people who are making these big ticket decisions and take that opportunity to have that impression when people are changing their lives, whether that's insurance, whether you are a small artisan and you just want to be able to get a nice, unique, custom, local gift basket to that wedding party, everyone is a part of this multi-billion dollar industry in this state, which is the 11th largest wedding industry in the entire country. That is so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's my ultimate message and purpose beyond being involved, of course, in I, I hate to keep saying the word community because it's become such a big watchword this yeah. year. But it's ultimately like something that's just like my why. Yeah. But I would love if more and more people were able to recognize that. Because I talk to people sometimes and they're just like, oh, weddings. Oh, I wish mm-hmm. I was still planning my wedding. Or I wish it was like, no, everything is involved yeah. in this industry. And it seems very niche, but like any other niche industry is all interconnected. Related and related. I've never form. heard that before. I think that's so interesting. So really, it's you could be working with, or really anybody should be working with realtors and like you said, insurance mm-hmm. and venues, not only venues and the things that go along with a party, yeah, but everything else that goes along with your life, everything that you would possibly like buy together as a couple. Yes. Oh, that's so interesting. I love that. I've never heard that before. It's really interesting. And our readership and who we target are upperly mobile people who appreciate artistic expression as Mm -hmm. well as make intentional choices. Yeah. And so they aren't just planning a wedding, right? And there are a ton of magazines. I, of course, read lots and lots of magazines. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a gardener and I like to read Entrepreneur Magazine, all these other publications. But like... Why do you have to pick up a wedding magazine and only read about centerpieces? Why can't you read about something that's going to help you in your general life at that point? Because Mm -hmm. you are an entire person. You're more than just a soon-to-be wed person or this bride and just, you know, all of these other fluffy things, which are important and fun and beautiful, Mm -hmm. and that drives the industry. But also, like, I really love catering to people who make intentional well thought out decisions and that goes beyond their color scheme and the psychology behind it mm-hmm. what a refreshing view i serious i've never thought to think of weddings as anything more than just that one day and that really does it opens it up to everybody yeah 
all year long, forever, yeah. even after you're married. Absolutely. Oh, love it. Love it. I feel like I kind of know what inspires you, but <laughs> is there anything that additionally inspires you in your life or in your business? Oh my goodness. I have a daughter who just turned five. <gasps> love and that age. She, yes. Such so a fun, fun age. And she is so spunky and exciting and one of the things that, I mean, it's always been important to me, but like things aren't real until they're real, right? Like mm -hmm. buying a company and I think, you know, anyone who's listening to this, who's an entrepreneur or involved in any way with the startup or small business, whether that's owner or if you're just anyone involved with small businesses, their heart and their time and their energy is in it. And mm -hmm. that takes time and just realizing that like, oh, I've been in this office for eight hours. I've been in this office for 12 hours proofreading like all of those small things just like and reassessing my values has been something that's been a real focus in a real way you know yeah. like actually getting out and spending that time because like you know she's like 46 inches tall now it's not like she's like the time is flying by before my eyes just mm -hmm. so that's been sort of my motivation is to make sure that I'm building something that in a way, I guess, building something in a way that is going to make that time away from her worth it. Mm -hmm. And each moment that I am away from my family or doing all of these other things has to be worth it. So it has to be purpose-filled and yeah. not necessarily just chasing a profit. Like, it has to be something that's going to make me proud and it's ultimately going to make her proud to say, this is what my mommy does and this is what she yeah. does when, you know, I'm running around outside with my dad. That's so great. <laughs> Do you run this all by yourself or do you have a team? Yes and no. <laughs> I am That's how a lot of us yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I do a bunch of things and my hand is in every single aspect. Mm -hmm. um, however, I could not do this alone. I am very fortunate to have great relationships with a bunch of other vendors and other community members who anything from submissions to editorials, the photographers, the planners, of course, my advertisers, who I couldn't do, literally couldn't publish mm -hmm. without. It's been great. You know, my husband helps with editing. We do a lot of contract work. And so there's a long list of people on our masthead that are contributors who aren't necessarily employed full-time by the company, yeah. but I could never do this alone. How large is your publication? How many pages is it typically? Yeah, so our last issue was 104. And our next issue is 120 pages. Nice. And so expanding and just getting as much content out there as possible because it is on the shelf for six months. And mm -hmm. so we have that responsibility to be relevant for that entire time yeah. until the next issue comes out. We're probably scaled that back a little bit. We have a whole lot of community features that we put in this new edition and certainly expanded it but we we aim for at least 100 pages in our print edition and then every time we do the digital edition we add at least 40 pages oh sure why yeah. not mm -hmm. <laughs> definitely what is one piece of business advice that you would like to share with anybody who's listening take care of yourself and also find community with like-minded individuals a lot of people get the wrong impression, the wrong idea, and inaccurate, I guess, mis misconceptions about what it means to own a business. You know, they see you like out on Instagram and you're taking these pretty pictures and then you're doing this or that. And like, I've had people, it's like, oh, your job seems glamorous. And like, <laughs> no, it ain't. Yeah. That's what Instagram is. You watching my mm -hmm. Instagram, like, day to day, it's not glamorous. Reading thousands of words a day until, yeah. like, my eyes glaze over, it's not glamorous. And, like, having to speak with most people who are used to, 
I guess the reliability of just having a regular job, quote yep. unquote. And so like having to like get through that gut feeling and because a lot of people are transitioning from that and just not fully understanding and feeling like a failure because they don't have that security. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so just when you are around people in the same situation as you who fully understand that like your first couple of years may or may not be profitable. Talking to someone who is just starting off and they're like investing in inventory and all this time and they just quit their job and explaining the value of marketing to mm-hmm. them. Like, oh, you need to seriously do that 8 to 10% and dedicate yeah. that to your marketing because otherwise you're going to keep seeing the first year look like, you know, the second year look like the first yeah. and so on and so forth. And just fully understanding that and getting into just that different mindset it takes motivation and consistency and just the right kind of influences. Absolutely. I was just going to say that. So I don't know about you, but during COVID, I had a few meltdowns. I was very stressful for everybody. Yeah. And if you're trying to run your business, you don't know if you're doing the right thing. So having a community of people or a person, Mm -hmm. just one person, one cheerleader makes all the difference. Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely does to be able to just be vulnerable because it's really hard to because no one's like fully transparent, mostly because it's literally not anyone's business. But Mm -hmm. yeah, like, but like having that person, you can be like, yeah, I struggle with this, too. And yes, you can be a boss or CEO Mm -hmm. and still have challenges and realize that like whenever something goes wrong, whenever there is a loss, whenever something doesn't work out, that's all you. Mm -hmm. And, And that can be very, very hard. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's very terrifying. I think to that everything is really under your control. Yeah. I mean, that's hard to think about because it is, and especially, um, being an entrepreneur and for those who may have transitioned over COVID and started their own businesses Mm -hmm. and going from a nine to five and then owning your own business and realizing that you, you kind of have to work 24 seven. Uh huh. It's so hard. Do you feel like you have work-life balance? Now I do. Yeah. I do much better. My biggest challenge was just my personality, just wanting to do my best, and my best takes time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and so, like, just I would I would lock myself in my office, and I would be in there, and my husband would have to come and knock on the door for dinner. Like, so, <laughs> and those things that just, like, you know, they, they really you with guilt. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, if I'm going to do something, I want to do it correctly, and I want to be the best at it. And, yeah. And so, yeah, that's definitely... It's yeah. an ongoing thing. I think work-life balance I mean for me it ebbs and flows yeah a lot yeah. I mean, one week I'm like yes I'm killing it mm-hmm. and I, I you know I don't work after hours and then the next week I'm working you know 14 or 16 hour days just because stuff happens yeah you know it happens mm-hmm. and you, yeah you have to give forgive yourself for those times yeah. too and it does take a lot of time and work and sacrifice on behalf of anyone that's in your life but yeah finding that balance when there's no one necessarily there to do it for you yeah there's no sick days there's, or vacation time yeah, there's PTO, you know, yeah. when I was in banking like it, you you left mm-hmm. you, you literally can't be here go home ma'am and now it's like especially now that I, you know I work from home yeah my goodness there's like, no escape there's no escape <laughs> how do you clock out yeah of your house like it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you just see things and it's all around you and oh this is a great idea oh I should be on social media I could post this and there's so many yeah always something that you can be doing I try to encourage myself and those around me to keep that in mind and pursue that balance Mm -hmm. because it can be hard yeah definitely I feel like the women's chamber I love because we have so many women like you very strong and very ambitious and driven thank you I think many of us struggle with that it's hard to clock out 
and, yeah. and cut it off because, yeah, we all want to be big. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and help as many people as we can. So I get that. So we talked about advertising. Obviously, mm-hmm. everybody, if you're not hearing this, everybody should be advertising in this magazine <laughs> because it weddings relate to everybody. Absolutely. And I love that so much. How else can listeners support you and your magazine and your goals? You can follow us on Instagram and engage, of course, at mm-hmm. the Colorado Wedding Magazine. You can continue to purchase the magazine. Sales have been going great, so thank you all for anyone who's ever purchased a copy of our magazine. Continue to purchase it. Tell people about it. And if you are a business owner or if you are into marketing, you can do anything from submit content. We love content. It's our magazine is nothing without the actual yeah. expert input that we have. So submit your wedding, submit your content, submit your anything for upcoming issue has a article on event insurance and so there's all types of topics that you can talk about just editorially but you can also of course purchase a display ad and we are going forth going to be offering a 25% discount to fellow chamber members as well oh wonderful so yeah we're super excited about that just to continue to have that synergy and support our community. And if you do have questions or just wondering how you can tap into this other market in our readership and our target market, you can reach out to me, um, yeah. Felicia, F-E-L-I-C-I-A, at thecoloradoweddingmagazine.com. Awesome. If you won $10 million tomorrow, how would you spend it? I wouldn't. that's a great answer as a former financier (laughs) I would not spend 10 million dollars there's nothing that I would want to spend 10 million dollars on in my lifetime Yeah, especially now that I have future generations to account for but I do (laughs) I really enjoy gardening I think that um, that's something that I would invest in Mm -hmm. gardening on more of my land out in Black Forest I would probably do more real estate purchases because that's always just fun. Yeah. Um, we have been on an HGTV binge for the past couple of days. So that's probably why that's so, so <laughs> high on the top of my list. I'm like, oh, we can buy an island. Yeah. <laughs> and, but yeah, ultimately, I, I think that just beyond supporting charities and it just seems so weird to spend $2 million when there, there's so many other more important things yes. going on in the world. But mm-hmm. yeah. You can help a lot of people. You can help a lot of people yeah. and still live a great life for the rest of yes. your life. Yeah. Definitely. And pass it on. I think that's a great answer. Yeah. <laughs> if you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? I, I'm very, very into most things just Italian. Like, yes. Just the, the culture, the food, the fashion, and even though I can't really afford it, but it's beautiful and I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So I would um, definitely eat lots of Italian food or Indian food because, my goodness, I, yeah. I don't know if I could, as a foodie, can choose one meal, but I can certainly live on one cuisine. Absolutely. Yeah. I love Italian food. So I'm Italian. We did for Christmas a huge... Uh, like Italian spread and I think I only had like four people over but I cooked for like 25. It's hard you know? not to. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> it was fun. Is there anything else that you would like our listeners to know about you or your business or any final tidbits that you'd like to share? What I would love or I like to tell anyone is just like it's okay. A couple of months back did a feature interview on risk and one of the things that came up was just like I like to remind myself that 
I've actually made it through and survived every bad situation that I've ever been in. And we all will. You know, whatever you need is within you. And if it isn't, do the work to find someone or something to help you get through. Everything will work out as it's meant to be. And it will be okay. I think that's lovely. <laughs> and I totally agree. Thank you. Just you. give it to the universe and trust that everything will work out. Be a good person. Absolutely. Oh fine. my goodness. That's that's my favorite piece of career advice. Just be a good person. Yeah. You can get away with a lot of stuff if you're a good person. Yes. Like a lot of like things that might make you nervous or shortfalls or whatever the case. Just be a good person and it'll all work out. Definitely. <laughs> I'm so glad that we got to talk today. We'll link all of your links Thank into you. the bio so people can easily find where you're at. And I, I hope to see you at a chamber event. And then, Absolutely. you know, anybody who's listening, introduce yourself and get in that magazine. Thank you. Thank I you. That. That's the end of this podcast. Please consider liking and sharing this podcast so we can continue to positively impact businesses in our community. Visit our website at scwcc.com for more information on the upcoming events, member support, and how to become a member. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back soon.